Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, May 25th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, and includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Megan Oftermat, and here's What's What near you. New York City's Chief Housing Officer Jessica Katz has announced that she will be leaving her position. Mayor Eric Adams appointed Katz in January of 2022. It's unclear who will be filling the position at this point, but she does plan to vacate the role by early June. Her departure comes in the midst of a massive homelessness crisis in New York City, partly due to the influx of asylum seekers over the course of the past year. Screenwriters in New York are continuing to strike today as they demand increased pay and better residuals to make writing a viable profession. And today they're joined in Times Square by New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand outside of Paramount. The ongoing strike is into its third week and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers has yet to schedule a meeting with the Writers Guild of America. The Trust for Public Land released its park score ranking this week, and New York City came in at number 10, tied with Boston. The rankings look at residents' access to parks, acreage, investment in the park system, amenities, and how parks are spread out across neighborhoods for accessibility. New York's highest ranking was access. 99% of New Yorkers live within a half-mile walking distance of a park. And some very sad news this week, music icon Tina Turner has passed away at age 83. A multi-hyphenate R&B, rock, and pop singer, her music catalog is flush with hits like Proud Mary and What's Love Got To Do With It. She really was simply the best. And we're excited to launch our inaugural music news segment today, where we highlight music stories from the past week. WFUV's Rosie Lenz has more. On Tuesday, MTV announced that the 2023 Video Music Awards will air on September 12th from the Prudential Center in New Jersey. It will air in more than 150 countries around the world. Last year, the show averaged 3.9 million viewers across the night with a number of different stars. You can watch the show on Paramount Plus or MTV.com. Oregon Independent Music Distributor CD Baby announced that they will no longer be shipping or distributing CDs, vinyl, cassette tapes, or DVDs for Amazon or other music wholesalers. The company was founded in 1998, was one of the first internet-based sellers for independent artists, and was important in digital distribution for Apple's iTunes Store launch in 2003. Their physical distribution is ending, but the company will continue digital distribution through online streaming services. Rock band Foo Fighters has been searching for a new drummer since the passing of Taylor Hawkins, and on Sunday, they revealed that they found one. In a live stream event, Foo Fighters debuted a new song with their new drummer, Josh Fries. Fries has played on a number of popular tracks with rock bands including Guns N' Roses, Weezer, Paramore, and more. Fries will join Foo Fighters in the rest of their live shows for the year. Their tour will bring them to Asbury Park in New Jersey on September 17th, when tickets are already sold out. With WFUV News, I'm Rosie Lenz. That was WFUV's Rosie Lenz with this week's music news. Tune in next Thursday to hear more.
May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Here at WFUV News, we're celebrating by sharing three different stories about how heritage is honored here in New York City. For the final installment, I went downtown to see how storytelling is being celebrated in Chinatown. You can't miss the bright red walls visible through the all-glass facade on the corner of Division and Pike in Lower Manhattan. So the fun thing about Think Chinatown studio is it is cinnabar red. You are completely submersed in this color because we are not a white box gallery. That's Yin Kong. She's one of the co-founders of Think Chinatown. They're a nonprofit that uplifts the neighborhood through art, storytelling, and community engagement. She was kind enough to join me around the Mahjong table and chat in their downtown gallery space. We have an art exhibition up right now. She's talking about the photography exhibit we're looking at right now. It's called A Place for Us, Reflections from Chinatown. It's actually an urban planning exhibition that features the research that we'd worked on with the Department of Small Business Services for over a year. That research was recently published in the Chinatown Commercial District Needs Assessment in partnership between the city, the Chinatown Business Improvement District, and Think Chinatown. The report outlines both the strengths of the community and the areas for improvement based on interviews, focus groups, and surveys. Since so much of the information was gathered from locals living in the neighborhood, Kong and her team thought it was the perfect opportunity to highlight the very stories that helped shape the report. So our practice here is very focused on storytelling. The photographs tell the stories of local issues highlighted in the city report. For example, the Street Vendor series showcases both the importance of street vendors and the obstacles they face every day. Street vending is such an essential part of the ecosystem here in Chinatown, and yet uh, the least supported one. And there are stories of celebration, like the series by photographer Cindy Trin, that features pictures from the summer block party. These magical moments of sweaty happiness is what Cindy has captured for us here on this wall. For Think Chinatown, these community stories are the most valuable currency to drive change, solve social issues, and bring equity to a community that has historically been overlooked. We believe it's the basis of community cohesion and trust building that's needed to work on the larger issues. So listening is really the first step. That's how people understand that you know where they're coming from, what their pain points are. Um, that's how we can understand our community, our neighborhood as a whole ecosystem from multiple perspectives. And that really informs all of our work. At the root of this work is a shared love of Chinatown. I think the reason why Chinatown is so important to us is that beyond a neighborhood, it's really a cultural home for a lot of Chinese Americans, Asian Americans. There is something about being here that fills us in a way being anywhere else can't. Right now, Think Chinatown hosts gallery hours for their exhibition, a tea education program, book talks, and block parties. And it is crazy that we just open and we're already too small, but it really shows that people are really craving this community space that 
we really lack here in Chinatown. And they have big plans to continue bringing the community together. This summer, they're launching an Art of Storytelling series focusing on intergenerational stories, and they're renovating their gallery space. But you'll be able to check out the Reflections from Chinatown exhibit through June. Yeah, we really hope that people come through, check out our programming, and if they want to even join our volunteer crew. So we hope to see everyone come down to Chinatown. With WFUV News, I'm Megan Oftermat. And that's our show for today. I'm Megan Oftermat. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for our What's What weekly wrap-up, where we showcase this week's feature stories exclusively from the FUV newsroom. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.